season of living in the past we're doing december 1990 and i have the specialist of special special guests with me today it is the lady that puts up with me doing this crap we day in day out um is my lovely wife marilyn how are you I'm great. How are you going? I'm doing good. It's, we never say how you, like, it's just weird to say how you're going formally because, like, we're just, you know, we're, like, 11 years into a marriage now, so it's like, we know where we're going. Like, you know. And I'm, I'm very privileged to be in your little podcast nook here, so yes. this is usually a little bit off limits to me, so, yep. Don't make me sound like I'm, like, a get out of my, get out of my creative space. Um, so this is, you're going to see the warts and all of uh this is where you find out the real me yeah he's gonna be out of his comfort zone here (laughs) but also we find out whether um when i bounce off ideas off my wife and say do you think this is a good idea and you're like yeah yeah and then you'll um realize that you haven't been paying attention (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so as you would know Uh we spend we start every episode off with living in the now what we've been listening to watching lots of stuff so it's living in the now Mm. All right, so it's so weird asking this because I know you've been watching. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Maybe you don't know. What it? Well, I see what's in the Netflix queue. Oh, <laughs> so you but, know, I just finished the Queen's Gambit. You that did. Was, yeah, you that was finished good. that without me. Yeah. And oh no, you wanted to see the end of it. No, oh. no. Well, the thing is, like, I. At the moment, because I'm doing the research for 1991, I think most of my viewing is is in that realm. So new stuff, I don't really sort of have time for. But was it good? Ah, uh, yeah, I thought so. I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't watch it again, but it was definitely enjoyable. I'm just glad that Suits is finished because <laughs> you had a uh, oh, an, no. af- an affair with Suits that. And I get it. Like every time I walked in the in there and, and a Suits episode was on, as much as I didn't want to, I watched like a good part of it. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Yeah. And, and a lot of and a lot of actors that I liked sort of popped up in it too. I'm just like, oh, don't be in this. Don't make me interested in this. Like, what the fuck? Oh, but I'm so glad it ended when it did. I think they kind of dragged it. it out. Was it season nine? Oh, it might have even been more. I lost oh, count. God. I really did. But it was like... it was good. <laughs> Why, Polly? What so, have you been uh, no, the, watching and the, listening? I remember like the most deplorable show that like you liked and I didn't, and I don't know like how to go away with murder. Oh yeah, every every one of those characters was so shit. Like they were so horrible. Yeah, and I was like, they weren't great people. We got into watch. Like, I think I watched it halfway through the first season. I'm like, I can't do it. These people are <laughs> awful. And you got through like all four seasons of that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Oh, and I've just started watching a little bit of um, Spycraft as well. Yep. Okay. Cool. Yeah, some so, interesting stuff in there. Yeah, well, you, yeah, I mean, we, let's, <laughs> let's get behind the curtain here. Like, our tastes, they run concurrently sometimes. We we were, we, we met, or I mean, let's, can we tell the story about um, the movie Seven? Oh, wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think we, um, <laughs> We were supposed to be watching Seven, but we didn't. Was we, it like a first date? What was it? Was it? it was like that, and it was like it was like we were making out 
to seven. <laughs> and it's like, it's, that's, that's not a movie you make out in. Like you either watch it or you turn it off and then you don't I'm do it. I'm trying to recall if you actually even stopped at one point and were like, oh, you should see this scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that would be me. It's like, I know that I'm on the brink of uh, <laughs> third base here, but just look at the performance of Morgan Freeman in this movie. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Uh, I have also been watching. Um, I don't know. We, yeah, I, I can't think of anything that's that isn't already going to be covered in in nineteen ninety one. So, mm. um, yeah, I kind of there is times where I am kind of looking forward to the research part of it being over, so I can sort of get back into like because there's a few current movies I kind of want to get watch and a few current TV shows. Yep. Um. I mean, watch the Law and Order. Oh, that's always good. You've totally turned me on to that. <laughs> oh, you now. hated um, that the first time. I did. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. stand it. Yeah. Now, yeah, now I see what oh, the appeal X-Files is. I watched X-Files the other night, too, a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Except you've seen every single episode of X-Files, so... Numerous times, yeah. And you always tell me every episode is the best episode <laughs> to watch, so, yeah. I can't exactly turn it off after you say that. I'm, uh, I'm being exposed as, like... I don't know. I don't think I like the person that you're making me out to be. Well, I was just thinking, I wonder what all the questions that your listeners have had of you. And I just sort of thought, here's the opportunity. I can ask those questions. Now, we are talking about December 1990. Um, so before we get into the, the events that happened in there, it is the month of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to uh, just how Christmas, because you grew up on a, on a farm. Yep. Rural South Australia. Rural yep. South Australia. Um, even quite a large family. Yes, yeah, seven um, kids, mum and dad. If yeah. if you spoke to you like uh, at any time, like some of the stories that comes back <laughs> would think that Christmas was great at our house, though. But like just stories in general from your days, like oh, like is this from a different part of time? Like, no, no, no. This is in the late eighties, early nineties. Um, so Christmas at the Lawley household. Oh well. Um... We were always up crack of dawn. Um, we would have decorated the tree like probably a few, only a few days before. Was, sometimes... it a, was it a fake tree? No, no, for most of our childhood, it was actually a real um, pine smelling, you know, strong sap dripping Christmas tree. Nice. Um, some years it looked like a bit of a twig in a pot, but for the most part, it was good. Yeah. But we had some amazing little traditions. Yeah. There's one where, um, so mum used to have, I don't know if you remember the chocolate eclair lollies oh yeah in the in the wrappers and mum used to staple each eclair to the next one and make like a a chain okay but because the wrappers are like shiny and stuff it's like tinsel and she'd like wrap the row you know rungs of chocolate eclairs <laughs> around the tree and of course being little kids who i mean you know i was one of seven we didn't often get a lot of treats and lollies and things like that and so we used to go and sneak a lolly out of the wrapper from the lolly chain and try and replace it with little scrunched up bits of paper. <laughs> so that by the time Christmas morning came, it was just it's basically just, a string see, of that, paper. <laughs> it's a great story, but also like it sort of smacks of um, Edwardian London. It's like, oh, we couldn't have any sweets, sir. So we had to go put some paper in the lolly. So she wouldn't. <laughs> no, we, oh, we had a great time. And we used to get like a, we'd, get like a giant sort of present for all of the kids so one year we had a pony another year we had like a piano to ride or to eat oh geez. <laughs> no, it's definitely a riding pony <laughs> like, this is this is your meals for till march 
terrible. We always had turkey at Christmas. It was, I mean, sure, it was a homegrown turkey, so we got to be part of the process. But um, process is a word. Pro, you know, <laughs> fattening it up and Are killing we, it and yeah. plucking it and cooking it and feeding it foie gras, so it's like nice. No, oh, <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, man, it's just a. It was so, chaos. It was always chaos every Christmas, but it was so much fun. It's having that many children in yeah. one house and yeah, it was brilliant. At the Lumsden household, it was it was pretty much the same thing. So like we always had the, the tree up on, we always put it up on uh, pageant day. And um, I still like, I, I, I find the um, sitting in a room with a, with the lights sort of slowly sort of fading in and out is very calming for me. <laughs> I don't know like whether like it's just, you know, that just reminds me of like just um, sort of summer nights because obviously in Australia. Oh, just, beautiful. yeah, that's cool. And it's like... Um, I was going to say, would some of your overseas listeners know what pageant day is here? Oh, um, so <laughs> every year we have a uh, Christmas pageant um, that runs through the streets of Adelaide. Um and it's all it's all really fun for the kids. I don't say my kids because it sounds fucking a nightmare <laughs> to me. But uh, I never, I, we never went. No, nah, I think went. I went once. And but they're um, all giant floats, like real, you know, like meters tall. Was that the time? Um, on I little remember. carts, like little golf buggies, almost going around. <laughs> I remember a time. I don't know if it was a pageant. Maybe it was something else. We were catching the bus. Dad, dad took me and my sister into the. <laughs> into the city and then we we're waiting for the bus to go home and there was a can of drink oh no i can see where this is going <laughs> and it was like um because my favorite was the deep spring um orange lemon and lime and it was that and it was literally like a cartoon of just me side-eyeing this can for a bit and i have to say i did actually take a sip out of this can oh, that was and goodness. and dad like on the bus, I think he sort of put two and two together. He's like, did you drink out of that? And I was like, no. <laughs> and I definitely did because I was an idiot. <laughs> and you um, thought our family was quirky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll get into the events of uh, 1990. Okay, so not a lot to choose from. Um. Twelve people were in space for the first time. <laughs> what were they doing there? <laughs> just in there, just hanging. It was a sitcom. Was it? Is this like one of those? Um, I think it was like records? the. No, 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 no. Was, I think it was just like the first time they'd had that many people up in space, like on a um, space station. Well, it's or December, s- you know, Christmas time. <laughs> it's a bit of a party in space. <laughs> um, I don't. Can you think of 12, 11 other people that you could spend? Like, I'm assuming like a good three months. <laughs> Not quickly. <laughs> no, like. Not, not for extended periods of time and I mean, in and in kind of weird circumstances. Is space a place that you'd want more people or less people? Oh, I, see, I would never even venture into space. But I'm, if you had to. I'm space phobic. So like they said, like, you have to go into space. We'll give you a million dollars. You get a choice. So you can, either, you, can, you, can either spend, you can either spend three months in space with 20 people or four people. What would you pick? No, nah, I'd go the four. At least I'd get to know them really well. Maybe too well. That's that's murder territory. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least I have less people to murder then, I guess. <laughs> okay. I think I'd go 20. I wouldn't talk to them all, but like oh. I'd, yeah. <laughs> so half of them would hate you and crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be talking shit about 10 of them. <laughs> um, 
the Gulf War um, just kept on escalating. Um, do you remember the 91 Gulf War? No, no, not really. I remember like, cause like, uh, not as a kid. Yeah. Dad was a big news fan. So like the news would be on all the time just before dinner. So like, we'd just like, whatever's on that news that day. And I remember like people saying, oh, this is going to be World War Three. Mm. Um, but this is, uh, so this is the month where, because this is just before, in 91 is when it really sort of took off, Desert Storms happened. Oh, um, yeah. Bush was baiting him, um, basically like, no concessions. <laughs> um, and uh, the Pentagon was warning that they basically have their, they've got their their aerial forces ready to attack. Mm, yeah, tensions were high, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And then Iraq um, came back and said, well, we're, not gonna, we're never going to give up Kuwait. And um, Israel's going to be our first target. So it's just like, mm-hmm. just stoking that fire um, over the 91, also the 1991 um, Christmas holidays. So, yeah, we'll um, keep going into that um, next season. But um, uh, because then, I mean, not to discount it at all, but like it did kind of fizzle a bit because like America came over and just like, you know, shot the shit out of them. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and... Um, Your words, not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, it sort of became sort of uh, not a non-event, but like it was it was not to the scale of what everyone thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, the world's first website and server went live. Oh, really? No. So it must the have second been website then. was uh, Pornhub. So that oh, was great. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it was at the um, the CERN in Switzerland. So the oh wow, the I would have thought there'd be sooner than that. There would have no. been yeah. We'd been uh, so in the last few episodes we've been talking about how there's this one guy, um, uh, his name Beresley. Um, he's been he'd been making the World Wide Web and basically uh, getting it ready, and then he he finally launched it um, in December. Um, Paul Keating uh, came out and said that Australia's never had a strong leader. Um, Paul Keating at the time was the deputy PM, and Bob Hawke just went, "Hey." <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> um, and um, he and had to apologise too. And yeah. I will say, um, this is like, the site I get this from has just got these like arbitrary facts, usually about sport, and Ben loves it, but Ben's not here, so I'm not doing sport. Sorry, Ben. Um, this is sport related too. Uh, there was a signature sold for $23,100 of Shoeless Joe Jackson, and I oh. only I only mention that because obviously he's the uh, yeah. He's this is field, field of dreams. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is a field of dreams thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> See, it's I'm not putting it on for the podcast. It yeah. is it is a very real thing. Um, I remember we need a support the support group for this. I right? remember the first time that you and me sat and watched that, and I'm I, the, sorry, I must the look the of disgust <laughs> on your face of like me just like weeping and. Just, <laughs> Yeah, I was more entertained by your crying and hysterics, I think, than I was about what was but, actually going on at the time in the movie. But correct me if I'm wrong, it's not even at the it wasn't even at the, like the very emotional parts of the movie. Like, oh, I, no. I cry all throughout that movie. <laughs> I don't know what it really, is. Really, really hits a nerve with you. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to before we get into films, um, I have to say, and I haven't touched on this a lot, like the '90s and ni- 1990 in particular. Um, Plane crashes were really, really common. <laughs> like well, it was lots not... of reports, at least. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I I'll go into the. Just let me uh, bring it up here, because man, okay, so they probably should have retired a bunch of aircraft. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve Whoa. plane crashes in nineteen ninety alone. <laughs> okay. 
These are like uh, commercial aircraft you're talking about. Yes, yes. Not like small... Uh... And these are not like... Um, oh, one was um, a uh, hijacking. Okay. Um, but these are not like, you know, uh, <laughs> like a couple wow. of people there, a couple of people there. Okay. Like This is like 120 people here, like 200 people there. Like These some... are all mechanical faults or are these... Oh, um, I haven't gone into that. I mean, pilot error. Oh, not, sorry. It's not I thought aircraft. you did your research. Not... <laughs> <laughs> it's not aircraft investigation <laughs> podcast. Oh, that should be your next one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I used to work at um, Sanity and like that box set for air crash investigation. And like, I think on the nose, the box set was a literal black box that oh, you get from no. a, and oh, it's like, that's a good marketing ploy right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it was genius or just a bit like a bit. Um, well, yeah, that is a bit distasteful. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, definitely the year for plane crashes. And it's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. I've noticed, though, that sometimes in the media they'll do like a big spate of like, you know, shark attacks or dog attacks or something like that. So I'm wondering if maybe it was just a... I know it was, well, the thing is, like, I know like when it's like distraction and like that's, that's you know... I guess if they're commercial air flights, so that, yeah. Yeah, but like... <laughs> that makes big big news, yeah. Yeah, it's, it was, it was, uh, it was significant, I think. Um, mm. Just like... Um, the next year, like in 1991, it was um, started to get very murdery. Oh, I was going to say, particularly in South Australia, or uh, no, no, the world? we we had just got over our um our bizarre murders. We had uh, we were we were having we were having a respite from it for a bit. Um, so yeah, uh, now we'll go on to the film. So before we get into the films, actually, uh. It must be said that on December 24th, Nicole Kimmon and Tom Cruise married, having met on the set of Days of Thunder. Oh, um, wow. Ben's I do favorite, remember that movie. <laughs> Ben's favourite film. Oh, we've talked at length about that fucking movie on this thing. <laughs> um, kind of weird that they did it on December 24th. Oh, yeah. Oh, hadn't thought about that. Mm, Must have been the well, well, I don't well, you know. Month. Well, you know, he's probably not affiliated with Christmas too much. Being, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, Don't say the word. Point. Okay, yep. Does that. <laughs> They're listing right now. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go through the movies. Um, we got The Grifters, The Rookie, Edward Hands, Look Who's Talking To, Mermaids, Awakenings, Almost an Angel, Russia House, Hamlet, Bonfire of the Vanities, Kiki's Delivery Service, Kindergarten Cop, Godfather 3, and Green Card. Oh my goodness. It was actually a pretty, yeah. You like, not ask me how many of those I've actually seen. <laughs> December, like, I mean, it, and it's so, it's, it fluctuates because, like, we were saying when we started this, like, oh, February seems like the shit month, but then in 1991, mm. that's when Silence and Lambs comes out. So, like, oh, it's like, yes, yeah, there's no sort of, um, but going just quickly through, um, The Grifters, uh, I believe that's the one with um, John Cusack and uh, Mrs. Warren Beatty, Annette Benning. Um, basically, as it is, it says in the name, they're just people who like oh, right. grift people money out of, out of money. The Rookie is like a really weird, um, it's got Clint Eastwood and Charlie Sheen. You know, I've probably seen that. Oh, I'm sure it you have. Would have been, yeah, he was a big fan of uh, Clint Eastwood movies. So I watched it. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if I saw that when I was younger. I watched it a few months ago. It's not sort of, it's a bit sort of fuzzy now, but there's um, some really funny bits like... <laughs> Uh, Clint Eastwood goes undercover, but like it's got like a bit of a sex club sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Um, 
Edward Scissorhands. Now, this is this was going to be the reason that my excuse to watch Edward Scissorhands because I've only ever seen it in parts. Yeah, I'm I the same. St- I, I still got no same. interest in seeing it. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know, and I should because it's got Diane Weiss in it, and she's like a Law and Order alum. But like, I just don't care. Like, I yeah, I try, it's never I, really grabbed me. I've oh. tried to like Tim Burton, um, <laughs> his films, and I re- I really do like Edward, and I do like um, I mean. I suppose I like the Batmans that he did. <laughs> I don't think he ever read a Batman comic beforehand. But, um, look who's talking to. Oh, that's so that's when they're that, toddlers. Because um, you know, if you've got <laughs> if you've got an ensemble that includes uh, John Travolta, Bruce Willis. Do you remember who the female lead was? No. Miss Miss Kirsty Alley. Oh, and then, yeah, it was and then they're like they and they added a voice, and it's pretty. I'm gonna. I'm like oh, okay. So I'm painful. going to try and get you to guess who the voice they added to the cast. And it's like if you had to think of the most one of the most annoying voices. <laughs> oh no! Because then straight away I go Fran Drescher, and it's not. It's, no, it's close. Oh really? Um, it's a, it's a sitcom star from early nineties. It was about her family. John Goodman was her husband. Oh, Roseanne. Roseanne. No, she wasn't the vo- Oh, my goodness. Let's give a toddler the voice of Roseanne. <laughs> You've just given me nightmares. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's nightmare inducing. Um, so then we've got uh, Mermaids. I actually really like Mermaids. Um, and it's got... Oh, that's got Cher in it. It does. Is that how you say her name? Mermaids, Cher, Cher. Mermaids, not Splash. Because everyone gets those two mixed up. Because oh. Splash is the one that's actually about a Yeah, mermaid. where she goes in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. I remember that movie. Um, and this one's more of a coming of age um, story about one and a writer. My man Bob Hoskins is in there. <laughs> uh, shirt off. Oh, there we go. He rocks up to the set. <laughs> he, doesn't even, he doesn't even wear a shirt anymore. Like, in the 80s. Is like... Oh, no. um, Awakenings. Um, that was an alien one, wasn't nope, it? Nope, that's a sweet movie about oh, uh, Robin, Robin Williams is a um, a therapist who oh. uh, I think Robert De Niro's like he's not in a coma, but he doesn't speak. Robert De Niro's in this too. Yeah, yeah, it's really really good. Huh? You I mean, would I'd know. Watch it. This. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's it's really good. Um, I haven't watched it for a couple of years, but yeah, it's always good. All right, I know what we're watching later. Almost, <laughs> almost an angel. I only remember it from the. Uh, Front cover with Mr. Paul Paul Hogan. <laughs> I remember the cover, but yeah. I don't recall the movie. Because no one's ever watched the movie because they look at the cover <laughs> and go, fuck no. Um, it is, and I'll tell you the plot. Um, I must say that in the uh, Wikipedia article before the plot, it just has one line. Usually there's like a bit of a backstory about it. There's one line. The film was a critical and commercial failure. <laughs> oh my goodness, really? Budget That's- $25 million, box office Six point nine million. Oh. Terry Dean, Paul Hogan, a professional burger, but burger burglar, <laughs> stands before his release for a yet, a, yet another stint in prison. Oh, he decides to switch to bank robbery. Um. Oh, this is a very. In- <laughs> <laughs> it goes into detail. It basically dictates the whole movie. That okay. doesn't. That doesn't need any detail. You know what? I'm not going to say what almost an angel out because it's stupid. <laughs> Oh, we'll um, be watching it later. <laughs> no, um, the Russia House or oh, the Russia House. Oh, that's that's uh, yeah, Sean yeah, Connery. That's my man. That's Sean Connery right there. Oh, sorry, rest in peace. 
He yeah. was amazing. He was 93. It's <laughs> like a lot of shock about it. But I'm just like, he was No, no. Young. See, in my eyes, he's going to live forever. I'm going to keep watching all of the Bonds that he was in and any movie, apart from that really terrible one that was, um, oh, it was called... Oh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. How did you know that's what I was thinking of? <laughs> it's either that Medicine Man where he's rocking that ponytail. Oh, no, I haven't seen Medicine Man. Oh, it's bad. Oh, well, I'm going to watch that now. <laughs> I don't. I'm not comfortable with your Sean Connery. Oh, I, yeah, no, he's great. I know he's your. Uh, what is it? Is it called a hall pass? You can have him now too, by the way. Poor form. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> He'll live on with me forever. I'm not even cold in my grave. <laughs> no, don't disrespect the man. Pension man with past. Oh, see, you can't ignore him in that movie. He was great in all the Indiana Jones. Jehovah starts with an eye. Oh. <laughs> okay, this is, moving, this, moving is our, right this is our sexy talk. This is <laughs> me doing bad Sean Connery impressions. And me being okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hamlet with Mel Gibson. I've kind of cancelled him. So, yeah. um, Kiki's Delivery Service is uh, one of the um, first major um, uh, Miyazaki movies that came out. Um, it's a Japanese anime. Oh, okay. He did like stuff like... Um, uh, Ponyo and um, Spirited Away. Uh, really, really cool. Um, I think our son has actually watched that movie. Really? Um, more recently, because he, he does Japanese in school. Okay. And he's like, he's been watching, like, he, he definitely watched My Neighbor, to, My Neighbor Totoro. What's the rating on this movie? I think it's PG. <laughs> I don't know, it goes to mouse school. Um, <laughs> and Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. We watched that recently, like, about a year ago, I think, um, yeah, when I was doing the radio still, show. It's not too bad. But... It's not bad. Like, it's... What was the lead actress? She was great in that. That's Penelope Penelope Ann Miller. Yeah, she um she doesn't get a lot of uh, like respect. She's done like a lot of good movies, and but she's like always sort of under the um under the radar. Glad we got that at the way. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's doing his research live here. <laughs> have you not heard the po- Have you not heard the podcast? <laughs> It's um, everything on the fly. And I watched, um, recently watched Godfather 3. Oh, now, you can't spoil this for me because I only recently, like within the past few months, watched the first Godfather. Yeah. And oh my goodness, that is actually a really good movie. <laughs> and I'm like looking at Bolly going, this is great. And he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure the rest of the world <laughs> already knows that. You should let people know. <laughs> <laughs> so when you told me the kindergarten, uh, kindergarten cop, Godfather 3, I yeah. thought, well, I haven't seen the second one yet. And I caught you halfway through that the other night. Yeah, well, um, I and I, I ended up um, watching it because I did fall asleep on it because it's the like, third one. Look, They're third one. Long. Well, third one has this also this. Um, uh, don't ruin it. Don't ruin no, it. No, it has this reputation of being the worst one. Oh. Um, like a lot of people um, refer to as like if 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 there's a series of movies and there's a bad movie, it's like oh, it's the Godfather three of that series. Oh wow! Like, okay, Beverly, <laughs> like Back to the Future three is the Godfather three of that movie. <laughs> um. It's actually not bad. Like um, Andy Garcia is amazing. He's like he plays like the the psycho in it. Um, I just assume got, it was more mob hits and. Um... It's not. It's 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 actually one of the reasons that it's um it's not as uh, regarded as the others is because it is sort of bogged down in a lot of like sitting down and talking. It's got like stuff to do with the Vatican in it. Oh right. But it has also got this scene here. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I've scene. seen that. <laughs> I've I also seen that scene. now can we just? I'm going to show you the extended scene. 
uh, it takes place in the kitchen, and basically what's just happened is um, uh, they've had like the big the big mob sum- summit. <laughs> Literally, they had every mob that they could fit into this room. Okay, and this uh, they're all um, hanging shit on. You know, um, Joe Mant- Mantagna, um, the guy who does Fat Tony's. <gasps> The monies. Oh yes, he's yeah. in this, and he plays a bit of like no one likes him because like he's um like the area that he looks after in New York. Um, he's let get run over with drugs, and he actually like sells drugs to kids and lots of stuff. All oh, right. So they're having this mob summit, and basically everyone's um heaping praise on Al Pacino because they're like, oh, he's awesome. Michael Corleone's <laughs> awesome, and then like Mantegna's like, hey, what about me? And um, <laughs> so he walks out. And he's all offended and stuff that no one likes him. And then um, you see them lock the doors. And it's this big circle room. And then this, this helicopter comes and it's like it's got a big glass ceiling on it. Okay. And they just shoot the shit oh, out wow. of like everyone. Oh my goodness. Okay. Everyone. Like so many people die. It's like Please, it's this huge... is the end of the movie. Right? No, no, this is the middle of the movie. Oh. And like, um, and um, Al Pacino, like, you know, obviously he gets out with Andy Garcia and a couple other people. But that's end. But like, I just love. He's in his kitchen. I, when I get old, I'm gonna base my, uh, what I wear on Michael Corleone and look at him. Look at this. This is an insight into the future. He's got, (laughs) he's got a shirt and tie on, but he's got this awesome red sweater. (laughs) But he's got this awesome red. Oh, that red sweater. Yeah. And then, a lot of the movie too. He's got his he's got his reading glasses, but they're so far down his nose. He looks like an old guy that you've actually accidentally been you stepped on his lawn that he just mowed. He's like, "Hey, oh, no. what are you doing?" Oh, great! Yeah. Something to look forward to. Okay. So yeah, uh, Godfather Three, check it out. Mm. They just released actually, I think, a different cut of it that's got more scenes in it. So oh, really? look out for that one too. Um, let's go on. To television. So, not a lot of TV. Um, I will pay play one. I have to just say, don't a lot of really good movies and TV shows normally come out in December of each year? Just no, to get the ratings s- up. September is for all in America. September is the month that they start. Oh, TV yeah. shows. Yep. In Australia, it's usually so. So it's usually the 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 autumn of where the the fall. Oh, okay. So um, with us, it's usually like uh, like March, April, May mm, when we when right. start. Um, although in the era of streaming and stuff now, I don't think anyone gives a shit. Like, I mean, oh, it's just an onslaught. Everything. There is some certain like. I mean, I think because I grew up when there literally was you know four or five TV channels. But I'm pretty sure Walking Dead. <laughs> Was always um, like October. Mm. Like there's some there's some TV shows that are always like stuck to a certain month. But um, yeah, it's um it's sort of all over now. Mm. Um, one show uh, did make its way onto Australian TV, and uh, society collapsed after uh, thereafter. Oh, what you want? What you want? It's like the sister to your Law and Order, right? No. <laughs> um, I remember um, one of my favorite comedians of all times, Bill Hicks, mm. and he's he's a guy. He says about cops, he's like, 
it's like a, it's, I can't not watch it. He's like, it comes on TV. And he's like, I, I hate myself, but I can't not watch it. And like, I remember because it used to be on um, when I used to get off work at the video store. I think it was on like late night on Channel Ten. Yeah. And like, I'd always like, I'd probably watch like one. Of, you know, it's like breaking up in three sections. Like, I'll watch one of them. It's such a fucking awful show. It's so bad. And it's um, I remember. I mean, that used to be on prime time. Oh I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure oh, it used goodness. to go on after Simpsons. Yeah. Because it was. Ch- <laughs> I think Channel 10 for a while there, Channel 10 was, I think, had the affiliate with Fox. So we had like, Channel 10 was kind of like the trash network. Yeah. Um, they had all like all this sort you of trash. You shouldn't say that on here, but anyway. <laughs> Come at me, Channel 10. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> feel, like John, feel like John Oliver. Ooh, business daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Can't wait for him to start back up again. Um we did have uh, so on the show, um, as you might know, we do we do run through the Simpsons and Seinfeld episodes for the month, but um, there was no Seinfeld. Aww. There was uh, two Simpsons episodes though, and I we need to talk Wait, about only two. Well, because December is like a month where it's usually sort of like chopped up because of Christmas and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah, true. Um, so the first one was Bart the Daredevil, which is where he jumps <gasps> the gap. Yes. Oh. That's a classic. I maintain I that. that Homer falling down the cliff. <laughs> in being, a stretcher. In, no, no, being in falling the... down the cliff, being raised up in a stretcher, going into an ambulance, <laughs> the ambulance his... breaks into a tree and then he falls down the cliff again. <laughs> it's one of the fucking funniest things that you'll ever watch. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember too, slapstick, but it was gold. I think in the in the syndication too, like um, like in repeats and stuff, like, I remember watching it when I was a kid, and he got, like, way more hurt. He was, like, bloody. Like, there was oh, blood yeah. all over him. And then, was, like, I watched one, um, I watched one. Uh, I think, in the last few years, and it didn't, it cut out the bit where he goes, like, round down the bottom, and you can see that he's all, like, beaten up. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. there's a few a things that they, graphic. well, there's a few things they take out of Simpsons. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. And it's, we got pretty extreme censorship. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um. Not that that's a bad thing. We got young kids. We don't want them to see stuff. Yeah, but it's our it's our job. To, like, it's not the. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> and even yeah. Let's not get into such. <laughs> um, Par- and, parenting one hundred and one here. Um, and the other one is Itchy, Scratchy, and Marge, where Marge talking about censorship makes a complaint about Itchy and Scratchy because um, oh, yeah. it's the one they do the psycho scene because yep. uh, Maggie hits Homer in the head with a mallet and it's like at the <laughs> dick, ding, dick, ding. Um, and it's got the. It's got the best itchy and scratch. You know when they took all the violence out and it's just them oh. sitting on a porch. He's like, lemonade. No, no, no. This is when he's like, lemonade, please. <laughs> and then it ends with like love hearts <laughs> and whatever. And Craig goes back to Krusty and he's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then all the kids like go out and start like um, enjoying like the outside and lots oh, of stuff. Oh, that's right. Um yeah, I, I two episodes. Bart the Daredevil, I think, um, would have to be if they were ever counting down the top ten uh, episodes of that show. I think because they start they use that a lot in their um, uh, their flashback episodes as well. So yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely a big one. Um, Law and Order. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> there was two episodes. Um, I'm not doing out. We we got something in in store for Law and Order next uh, next season. You'll mm. you'll see. But I have to. If you ever get a chance, and it's really hard to get because the first season of Law and Order is actually really hard to get. There's there probably is, a reason, but anyway, there isn't. It's actually, well, 
Mm. It's not bad. It's just <laughs> dated. There's a there's an episode called Prisoner of Love, and Law and Order had this thing where like, and they, a lot of other shows do it too. They kind of hear about like certain things that happening in the media. And they take it and they kind of address it, but they don't sort of oh, research yeah. properly. So this one's all about the BDSM scene oh, right. in New York. And the, and it's all about a murder that happens within that scene. Okay. And just the two cops, like um, Greavy and Logan, like just going around and, and interviewing people and like, there's like, <laughs> what the hell's the matter with these people? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, there's a bit. There's a bit right near it the end. It sounds so cringeworthy. Where where the the um, the DA Ben Stone arrests someone, but they actually arrest him. Like I'm pretty sure it's in a sex shop, and like oh, it's no. it's and there's a, handcuffs involved, of course. So but yeah, there's there's a joke about handcuffs. No. Um, but there's like it's a really like um, I remember the episode actually is really smartly written. It's just like they just didn't get what they were talking about. I yeah. think, and it's like yeah. it's like um. You know, like if uh, Saved by the Bell had like a battle of the bands (laughs) and they they put a band up there and they put them in like uh, flannel and they're like, that kind of looks like Nirvana. But then they sound like like a a Christian rock band or something like that. It's like, you got it halfway there. But yeah, yeah, so definitely check it. It's called Prisoner of Love, Law and Order. Um, the other uh, first ever Wallace and Gromit, a grand day out. Oh, nice. Oh, Jeez. wait, which was the grand That's, day That's um, the moon. That wasn't their first. Yeah. No way. That's way sooner than that, surely. I, I actually mean, thought it was like, it was like, I thought it was like, I thought it was way later, but yeah. Maybe I'd just have had, you know, a couple of decades delay on watching that. Well, our kids really like the Wallace and Gromit. I really like mm. Where, the Curse of the Were Rabbits are very. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. I could watch that any time. I see it's arson. Someone arson around. <laughs> Classic. Classic joke. Um, there was also, I needed to tell about this show that happened, because um, we haven't covered a lot of British TV in no. this season. We're going to be doing a bit more of it next season um, because uh, season four of Red Dwarf started. Hey. One of my favorite shows of all time, Bottom, started. Oh, well, yeah. <clears throat> okay, up. yeah, no, I like Bottom. It's all right. Um, I actually want, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to see if it holds up and I don't think it does. Um, but there's this, okay, there's this TV show called Your Move and Ooh. I don't know how this worked. Okay, so it's an interactive chess game against a master chess player called Jonathan Spielman and you would call in <laughs> really? your moves to the chess game. Right. But I don't see how that works because obviously like... This sounds like riveting to the, me. Having, having just watched The Queen's Gambit. Um. Yeah, yeah. That's what... You know what? Should have been that. Um, but I um, I don't know how that would happen because like there'll be thousands of people um, watching it. So what phone call are they listening to like what moves like i just don't get it i'm gonna try and see if there's a youtube yeah because multiple people can can jump in on the same chess game yeah you just just want to choose the smart moves not the silly ones your move uk because my um my dad and my sister used to play chess like by mail you'd you'd oh really post your move in the mail, like, you know, king to rook, whatever. I don't know chess, even though I just watched Queen's Gambit. 
<laughs> really, You'd think uh, I'd learn some moves, but anyway. And then, yeah, they'd wait like, um, you know, a couple of weeks, get the next move, put that on the chessboard and, and go from there. I of course, don't... now everything's, you know, via the internet. You can play chess. I think there was a... People all around the world, instantly. I think there was another show called It's Your Move, which is more of a sitcom because I'm not seeing anything to do with chess here. But it kind of sounds like one of those dance-off shows to me. Are I will. Sure we, we will. We will. I'll look into this more because I only found about this out today. I'll look into this more and I'll. 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 I'll, I'll hook you guys up because it sounds awesome. like it, it sounds like become... a really fucking weird show. <laughs> um, I'm gonna become a chess pro before you know it. Uh, let's move on to music. Cool. So it's slim pickings. Mm. So first we go on to the uh, the ARIA charts. Um, so what was uh, charting in Australia? <laughs> and we touched on this in November and it still pains me that... Okay, so Ghost was very big in Australia. Uh, yeah. So think, what yeah. do you think was the top of the charts for oh, no, not that seven one weeks? Seven weeks? What's the one? Oh, my love. Do you want to get in front of me and we can like... No, no, not it? at all. I can't. No. <laughs> I'll be to, slinging the pottery at you, you if you start singing that. <laughs> do you want to make it pop, baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that in Australia for seven weeks. Oh, no. So that means that it actually went into 19... We, we, we rounded... You know, that would have been a very popular wedding song probably. I would love it to be like when people found out that like... It doesn't mean what it's you know when like you know oh yeah it's like that REM song um uh this goes out to the one I one I love oh yeah it's not a love song oh isn't it okay because <laughs> the next it's like this one goes out to the one I left behind oh and it's oh, like wow yep. and then the next line is a simple pawn to occupy my time okay it's like it is not a love song <laughs> uh. I'll then, stop singing that full volume in the car then. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you're singing at me. <laughs> the Billboard Hot 100 chart, so in America, um, it was... Uh, so we had I'm Your Baby Tonight, Whitney Houston. And then we also had... I have never heard this song before, I don't think. Let's have a look. We got Stevie B... Okay, this sounds The like Postman it. song. Hip-hop, maybe? Because I Love You, The Postman song. Okay, let's have a look. Song. You need the chorus. You you remember it. <laughs> you get no really soulful in your face there, Polly. <laughs> yeah, you know this. I've never heard that song before. Because I love. Yeah, you know this. <clears throat> Do you kiss a boy for that? No, not Did at all. No, oh my goodness. Were you a tenant son? Who was he? <laughs> Stevie B, and I know you're listening. Um, 
don't be like Phil Collins and like have a fucking four minute intro to your song. <laughs> <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. No, st- oh, yeah, st- look, Stevie B's probably, had probably like a- made stacks of money out of that. He's well, I can tell you on Spotify, and, uh, that has been streamed uh, two million times. Yeah, so. there we go. Never heard of you. But then also, let's also look at what else was um, released. Now, I want, you to, I want you to close your eyes oh, no. and breathe go. deeply. Um, is this ALF? No. No. Uh, uh, no. Enigma. Enigma. See, it was a riddle. Wow. Yeah, I definitely remember this. Very haunting. <laughs> you love a bit of French there, probably. <laughs> Is it French? I don't know. Can you think? Seriously. How fucking weird is that? Let's put Gregorian monks in a dance song and that becomes popular. Like, how... What were we it's doing? What everybody was wanting at the time. What were we doing back then? <laughs> we were just like, oh, fuck, whatever. <laughs> we'll try it. We also had Mia Culpa from the same album. Pretty much the same song. Yeah, pretty much. I will say, listening to that album, I was like, I can see why it's like, yeah. It's no Enya, <laughs> but... We also had, I mean... We uh, we covered it in uh, extensively just before Christmas in our home alone, but the soundtrack came out, which is oh yeah, awesome. You know that Ding, would actually make, done. Oh. <laughs> that would actually make really be really great on some sort of horror movie. I reckon yeah. it'd be so eerily haunting. Although you couldn't use it now because it's yeah. Yeah. It's the Home Alone. I believe that he wrote that. Because that's John Williams who did like Star Wars and like that. So. Yeah. I believe he wrote that. But maybe yeah. not. Um, we also had uh, Sure came out with, um, well, the Mermaid soundtrack came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, she had the. Um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but no. Yeah, I remember that from like school socials got, or whatever. That got no, some massive airplay. So People cheesy. loved it. People loved Sher. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure my dad was a fan. Even to her later stuff. He's a strange man. <laughs> he, remember, hey, like, he used to dance with us in the living room or whatever. Do you remember like that Nelly Furtado song? That, um, Which one was that? Is it like, I'm Like a Bird or is it... He liked Ooh. a Nelly Furtado song. I was like, what the... Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It's quite a, quite a she also came up with Baby I'm Yours. That was another single. But let's uh, let's get rid of Cher. Sorry, Cher. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the memories are just flooding back now. This is. <laughs> I have to say that CNC Music Factory, um, all I can think of now is the, <laughs> the Simpsons episode where they think Bart's gay. <laughs> And they yeah. go, they go to the steel mill, and yeah. they all turn yes. into a gay club. Um, I didn't know that they the same um, group did this as well. 
Yeah. I remember this. And I'm pretty those, sure... A lot of those ones had terrible uh, music clips, though. Like I remember, like, that reminds me of... I'm, I'm sure Kmart or Target have used it. That reminds me oh. of an ad. Yeah, that was some Well, some, some, some food... Like, like, yeah, that's just... <laughs> their ads, like, get, like, real, like... Yeah. yeah. I don't know, they're real weird <laughs> these days. Um, I will say that, and I did not own a copy of this, but I do know, like, a lot of people who did at the time... Um, it was, well, let's just, My mind let's just play it. <laughs> Not that. Oh, is this like the Bartman one? But the actual proper one. No, this is the Bartman. Oh, really? Yes. He actually wrote this. But... <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh. That had a pretty good clip for this, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think it was well received or not? The Bartman song. Oh. It was from the album called Simpsons Sing the Blues. So there was a bunch of different songs on there. Oh, there would have been the saxophone one and stuff like that. Yeah, not yeah. Yet. No, there was a bunch of like, and then um, I believe there was one by someone, Mr. Burns. There was like all the characters were on there. I would have assumed this would have gone down pretty well everywhere. What was the, yeah, what was really, the issue with the song? It was, I think the thing was that it was flagrant like cashing in. Oh, well, yeah. And everyone's just like, well, like we can deal with you on the TV show. But like, this is just like, it, it's like. If um, I don't know, even like Urkel released a single or something, oh, it's just like you know, it's okay. like you know, unless he's like in the, unless you're watching it on TV, it doesn't really fucking matter. Mm. So, um, I'll give you some reviews. Uh, I thought this phenomenon had reached its zenith when the Simpsons sing the blues just became the fastest selling recording recording in this country for a while last year. It, oh, yeah, it wow. was the fastest. Okay, forget about that. I was wrong, dead wrong. Oh. <laughs> Um, right. Some people just describe it as a slick, super commercial novelty act. Um, most a lot of people, some people called it mostly pointless. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just I think the thing that was um, that really sort of got to people was that yeah, like it's it was like this novelty album, but like people just like latched onto it. Like I mean, I'm in the do it, but do the I, I heard that so much. Mm. Um, and people, I think they actually even poked fun at it themselves because there's a Treehouse of Horror where I think the Monkey Paw one, oh. and Bart says he wants now to be I famous. Want to watch the um, Bart says I want to be famous, and um, there's a the bit where like they're singing like there's someone's listening to a CD, and then like <laughs> turn um, that off kind of, thing. and like that, and then and I think one guy's like, oh. At first, I thought they were funny. Now I just want them dead. <laughs> and I'm like, I think that's like their little sort of nod to like how people sort of react. Oh, wow. There was another. I think I'm getting also confused with the Mr. Burns one. There's one called "Songs in the Key of Springfield." Okay. That one's actually pretty funny. There's some pretty good songs in that. Um, but yeah, do the Bartman. Uh, I mean, remember like people wearing t-shirts and just like oh my goodness, underachiever yeah. and proud of it. Remember yes. all that stuff. It's just yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty big, yeah. with that, you're done. 
Look at you. What were you, wor- what were you worried about? Oh, it felt like a bit of an interrogation. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have fun? Yeah, no. Nah, this is good. This is good. You might even have me back on. Well, it depends how your ratings go this uh, <laughs> this episode. I don't know. <laughs> Please, everybody, like it so I can come back. Um. Oh, you can. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you watch this. If the ratings plummet, that's it. I'm gonna be sleeping out in the shed for a while. <laughs> Possibly, but you know, you're like. Podcast ratings is like, I'm happy if we get like. No, you don't go there. No. Um, yeah, so um, come back um, anytime and. Um, yeah, well, yeah. thanks for having me. Well, you're literally you're literally sitting right next to me. <laughs> um, I'll see you sometime soon. Oh no! <laughs> thanks, Paulie. Love you. Love you too. See ya. <laughs> it's recorded now, so you can't. See. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at Mild Scribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks. Thanks.